welcome to an emergency episode of Friends and Film. We normally are here to bring you the latest movie news, the biggest new release, or discuss our big questions, but today it is time to discuss the Star Wars 9 trailer and title. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, and this is I'm joined by Josh Bailey. Hello, everyone. And friend of the show and Star Wars enthusiast, Amanda Morris. Hi, well, guys. actually, Amanda Campbell? Uh, Morris Campbell. Morris Campbell, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I hyphenated. I'm difficult like that. Okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but first time back here in a while. Yeah, it's been a second. But we are very happy to have Amanda back here to discuss Star Wars 9. It's highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste a lot of time getting into this. You guys know where you can find us on iTunes or podcasts and all that kind of stuff, right, Josh? Spotify, too. Spotify, Twitter, <laughs> friend, at Friends and Film. I mean, we're all over the place. Um, and if you listen to this, go follow us on there, subscribe. But let's just jump in to the Star Wars 9 trailer. We're going to go through basically a beat-by-beat, shot-by-shot breakdown here. But just initial, like, one or two-sentence impressions, Josh? I love it. And it's also, like, classic J.J. Abrams hype reel. Like, all of the quintessential pieces are in it. And it's, yeah, there it is. Okay. Amanda? Uh, My initial reaction was, I feel a lot of things and I have a lot of questions. Which I think is a good thing for a Mm -hmm. teaser trailer. Because... I mean, I was going to go see this movie anyway, but if I wasn't a person who was going to see this movie, that's what you would want. Yeah, no, I'm basically right there with you. I was like, <laughs> I like this. I like this. Wait, what does that mean? Okay, interesting. And I'm left with a lot more questions than I thought I would have had after the first Star Wars 9 trailer. But let's jump in right at the start. This starts with a shot of Rey. She's just on a desert planet all by herself. We don't see a lot of her other than she is now just standing there and a TIE interceptor is coming straight at her. What are you guys thinking at this moment when it's first happening? Like, oh, go ahead. Uh, I pretty immediately was sure it was Kylo. Like, that silencer is so iconic for him that I was like, it's got to be, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's got like this old, like, um, old Western vibe to it, too. Oh, yeah. Like, they're getting ready to, like, draw blades or whatever the case is. But in, like, classic Kylo Ren fashion, his, his move is way over the top and aggressive, and he's just hurling straight towards her, if that is indeed him, of course. So that, that, I think that's the question immediately. That's one of the immediate first questions is, who is flying this ship? Are we all in the assumption that it's Kylo? Because that, that's where I was thinking. I mean, they show the gloves that are just black gloves, but I think that's meant to make you believe that it's Kylo. Mm-hmm. But then I have questions about what is happening in the scene because if it's Kylo and he's just charging at her, is it, there's not intent to kill. I don't think. Cause if there was, why wouldn't he be firing at her? Right. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that piece before. Or it's a really dumb. Yeah. So like it could be like a training thing or it could just be a really dumb first order pilot trying to make <laughs> a run. And then it kind of has parallels to like return of the Jedi where Luke's facing down um, one of the scout troopers and like he takes off the front of it. <laughs> but I just like I'm really upset that it cuts us off before she finishes the flip. See, the flip does m- kind of make me think it's a training exercise, like yeah. because I, which we'll talk about this more later. I do so much want this to be a redemption story for Ben Solo. <laughs> like I'm hoping that's kind of what's going on, but nothing concrete about that scene makes me actually think that. Yeah, well, I, and I think it's pretty intentional that they start with the heavy breathing again, reminiscent mm-hmm. of the first trailer for the Last Jedi. But this time, she's more gaining control instead of freaking out over uh, what happened on October before. But now. It seems like she's been doing this. Like, that's the impression I get. She's, like, breathing heavily. She's, like, going to her mark, like, okay, time to do this again, which leads me to believe that it's, like, a training sequence. But then if it's Kylo, are they working together? Is he helping train her to use the Force? I mean, I think we have reason to believe that based on their relationship in the previous movie. Not the way things end, obviously. But 
it depends on where this scene lands in the film, right? Like, yeah. if this is our opening sequence, I'm of that's confusing. But if we're halfway through the movie when this happens, mm-hmm. very well, Kylo could have made some moves by this point, and he's aligned himself. Maybe not. I'm would be shocked if he'd fully aligned himself with the resistance. But if we're looking at who we hear at the end of the uh, trailer, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> potentially they have some kind of uneasy alliance. And that's what's going on in this shot. I could see that. I could believe that. My my one crazy thought when I was like, wait, so that's Kylo. This is Ray. This is a training sequence. I was like, wait, could this be like the very end of, not the very end of the movie, but like very close to the end. This is like the closing parts of the Skywalker saga the is, is mm-hmm. Kylo and Ray working together and they're training on this random sand planet. It could be Tatooine. It could be Jakku. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like them training so they can like raise a new Jedi army or not army i guess but just teach a new generation yeah perhaps but it feels the, 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 the scope of it feels way too epic yeah to be anything other than like some kind of showdown or like really quintessential staple moment mm-hmm. in the movie like if this kick-started the film that would be like a really crazy way for a star wars movie to get going mm-hmm. um and like just like a light-hearted uh training exercise or something like that like our for our first appearance of ray so I don't know if I would think that like right off the bat, but the voiceover mm-hmm. from from Luke, Luke. Yep, I'm assuming um, it's Mark Campbell's voice, uh, <laughs> like talking about the knowledge, like certainly says, "Oh, this is like about skill and talent here in this mm-hmm. frame." So, but that could just be thematic. Yeah, and like I do, you mentioned Josh that you wished we could have seen the shot complete. I'm very happy that we get to wait hopefully until the theater to see the blade go probably through that tie interceptor potentially oh yeah oh, like it's gonna carve right down the center or she'll land on top of it and mm-hmm. like yeah. joust into it mm-hmm. whatever it could be um i don't know i'm just so excited for it though mm-hmm. and so in this scene we also do see that she has luke's lightsaber anakin's lightsaber back it's put back together yeah it's repaired confused. um this is and so this is where i was also a little you know theory brain starts running a little wild here was what if this is like a dream what if this is uh, a vision or something because if i don't i don't see any cracks on the saber but that saber was clearly broken yes but it's also been modified if i can go ahead and point this out to everyone i wondered about that there's a black band around the center cylinder right below where luke's the activator switch is that is new if i'm remembering Luke's lightsaber correctly? Anakin's lightsaber, whomever's lightsaber it is. (laughs) The Skywalker lightsaber. Yes, (laughs) the family blade. (laughs) Interesting. I mean, that's nothing possible. I remember thinking that looking at it, like there's got to be, is this, that's my first note on this, is is that Anakin's lightsaber that she has? Because Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure, and I didn't take the time to go pull up images, but. This is very this has actually worked out great. There's an image here. You can see the black blade. Um, I know this is a podcast, but very clearly, <laughs> it's a silver lining oh, around Anakin's. Talking. This one has a black binding around it, so there's already been a modification. Ray's made it her own in some kind of way. Um, but So the top of the hilt has been changed then? The Basically, the base, like the okay. grip guard, okay. for sure, has been altered. Uh, not the top. The top looks very much the same. Um I thought you could argue that there's a black lining around the blade there too. So yeah, I was trying to see it. It's a little hard to tell because there's there's like a a band around the middle, which I think is just the ignition switch. Um, 
and I don't know what that is, but yes, the black band around the ignition switch is the is the modified. Part. Okay, okay, okay. But so yeah, she has a repaired version of the lightsaber. Uh, so is this going to be her final lightsaber we get in the movie? I know I've subscribed to the theory of give her a double blade lightsaber, please, J.J. Yes, Abrams. Uh, don't just waste this random staff. Just like put it to use. Um, is this going to happen, or are we sticking with the Skywalker uh, lightsaber throughout the whole movie? I'm really hoping it's not, but it does call into a lot of questions of, like, once again, where does this shot take place? Mm-hmm. Because if that's our opener, that leaves us a lot of questions of how did the lightsaber get fixed? Um, because that's a that's a rupture in the crystal. Like, they would have had to go down some, some serious paths to get that fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering if that's going to happen in a time jump between the movies or... Mm-hmm if that's happening at the beginning i don't know that's not the question you asked but <laughs> i needed to say it anyway um we're like begging for a cr- like the opening crawl <laughs> like if they just gave us the opening crawl as the teaser yes. trailer i would be like just thrilled to have that that's what i want to know <laughs> that'd be interesting if they did that uh yeah i mean i i i really want the double blade lightsaber so, so badly and i don't know I, I mean we'll see if it happens i'm i rewatched episode seven and eight this morning actually so i uh, just anticipation of the trailer and i had nothing else to do and i i was you know especially after this and seeing her back with the fixed version of the lightsaber struck more by that line from episode seven where you know maz is saying you know this was anakin skywalk this is anakin's lightsaber this was luke skywalk and now it calls to you does that mean anything we can get into potentially the title of the movie could indicate something along that line as well but as we move forward in the trailer now, we move away from this scene. We see the leap over the TIE Interceptor uh, that Ray does. And then all throughout this entire thing, we hear a voiceover from Luke where he is saying, we've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now, but this is your fight. So my question is, who is the we that Luke is referring to? Because I think one way to take this is that it's all of the knowledge of every Jedi from the ancient jedi text that she took but i also started thinking this is obviously force ghost luke force ghost luke talking to her does this mean that there are other force ghosts helping train her wow i want that oh (laughs) yeah absolutely like we know for a fact like or we don't know for a fact but it's it's been reported that yoda is back for this film in some way i believe so um, we know Mark Hamill is mm-hmm. coming back mm-hmm. to reprise his role. So it's not a stretch to think that uh, Ewan McGregor popped up or some kind of re-hologram like, version of um, Sir Al Guinness is going to appear in some form or a fashion. Maybe. And mm-hmm. like you could have, just have a slew of like Jedi around the council like mm-hmm. being like, we've taught you everything, kid. Go get them. That sounds right. Well, and if we're employing the Force ghosts, I think we've been waiting or hoping for Anakin's ghost for the last two movies, or at least I was. Yeah. Like, we've had so many links with Vader in the sequel trilogy that, I mean, the Kylo's staring at the bashed up <laughs> helmet. I just, I want Anakin to come out of the sky and just punch him in the face. Like, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> um, and if we're talking about Force ghosts in this movie, I think that would be a really... Mm, a completionist way for that to right. happen, you know? And I think that's one of the themes that JJ's kind of been talking about. He's like, well, this isn't just the conclusion of this trilogy. It's the conclusion of the entire, you know, nine chapter story that George exactly. Lucas originally envisioned. So I think that's interesting. And as we'll get to later in the trailer, they're obviously, they're bringing back concepts that, w- that were scrapped from episode seven. And one of those concepts, I believe, was a force ghost 
Sith version potentially of Anakin, where it's like half Anakin, half Darth Vader. So maybe they change this up again and just give us full on Force Ghost Anakin, and he's there to teach Rey. Maybe Rey Skywalker. We don't know, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that is a very interesting, you know, choice of words for this trailer to use the the continued uh, mention of we and that's coming from Luke. Uh, likely to Ray. I mean, I guess it could be to Kylo as well. I think it, I think that means something. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, this scene kind of plays out and we cut to start to get into more of like the quick cutting motion of the trailer. After we get that full first scene in the desert, um, where we see a blue planet, it's stormy, it's cloudy. We don't know anything about it. I don't think that's a planet we've ever seen before in star Wars. It looks vaguely like Edu, but yes. that would be a weird I don't know. That seems kind of out of place. So mm-hmm. I would think it'd be someplace new. So then if, if if it is a new place, are we any stabs in the dark of what it could be? Resistance base, home of an ally, home of uh, an enemy, potentially. Mm. It looks like a quaint little city I know. in a dark place. Because like mm-hmm. once you see like the lights, I, you know, I'm automatic. Like it reminds me of Canto by a little like randomly um, just kind of like nestled mm-hmm. into nowhere. But they have power and it doesn't look like there's like it doesn't look militaristic in any kind of way. No, yeah, it looks very just homey. And I was trying to figure out what that ship was. I that can't is tell. Definitely is it an A wing. Yes. That's what my assumption was. But uh, I have a quick question for both of you. Did yes. you guys watch the panel? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Wexley is alive. Did they they confirm that? Oh yes, yes, yes. Chubby yes, bearded yes, guy. Yes, yes. Do we have Greg a Gunberg. do we have a confirmation on the A wing pilot from the Last Jedi, whose name I can't remember? The Hallie. A-wing. Oh, uh, I th- didn't she die? Yeah, it looks like she dies. I'm pretty but sure she's she dead. She was like really cool, and I was upset <laughs> like when she got blown out by Kylo. So I was just like, oh, maybe they announced that she survived too. Maybe, but maybe, I maybe not. this is Wexley, you know, flying this A wing. I don't know. I think there's an A wing later in the trailer as well, which I don't know if there's any connection to that because hmm, it that's looks. A good question. I've seen some people theorize that it's a star dis- that it's crashing up against a star destroyer from, like that's a prequel model. So like, flashbacks. I don't know what's happening, huh. um, but. We don't know anything about that trailer or about that city. We move on in the trailer to then see our first true glimpse at Kylo Ren. And he is just pillaging his way, uh, body slamming some rando into the ground. I love the look of this scene. I love it so much. The, it's uh, Is it a snow planet? It's hard to kind of tell. Yeah, the whole landscape is very shadowy, which I think makes it a good pick for the trailer that we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, I like the whole shot. But, like, the, the red you know, light, I think like it immediately for me, it was like, Ooh, like this goes back to the star destroyer, uh, or star killer base, everything mm-hmm. in red when it's, uh, firing or preparing mm-hmm. to fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's and what all I was of thinking. That throne room scene is in red. Yeah. So like, there's obviously a lot of red, but I was just thinking, I'm trying to think, I mean, I don't know why Kyle would be on a planet that he is potentially blowing up with like a new star killer base or something, but, um, it's very cool to see him in action again. Mm-hmm. No and helmet. I- yeah, I was going to say the no helmet is really thematically interesting that because that was such a climactic thing for him in the last movie to mm-hmm. smash the helmet and then to spend the rest of the movie without it. Um, and then, of course, that's something we're going to talk about in a second is we do see the helmet come back in this trailer, mm-hmm. but he's fighting without it. In the one scene, we actually see all of him. Right. He's not wearing it. Um, and I think that's really significant. I mean, he's fighting alongside stormtroopers, so this isn't a mm-hmm. post he's you know potentially turned good or something Mm -hmm. so maybe could this be like the opening sequence of the movie where his helmet's not repaired yet and this is our traditional star wars action beat that kicks us off 
Oh yeah, he's definitely clobbering. Like I don't think they don't look res- like they're resistance fighters. They look indigenous to wherever they are. Hmm. But that's interesting. He is definitely mad and on a mission about something. Now I've also seen. I don't totally buy into this. I've seen some comparisons between this guy that he's body slamming and the person that Kylo stabs through the chest from the Force Vision in uh, the Force Awakens. They say the okay. the 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 helmet, the head looks kind of similar in shape. I don't totally buy it, um, but that would be very interesting if that is if this is somehow setting up that ultimate payoff. I have a crazy thought that just occurred to okay. me. Okay. We love crazy thoughts. <laughs> um, because that that force vision scene that we see in Force Awakens is the only time we see the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. And even with the stormtrooper beside him, what if we're seeing the Knights of Ren again? And that's who he's fighting against. Ooh. If we're playing with the potential that there's some kind of weird alliance happening with the Resistance. Ooh. Interesting. Because we have no idea about their allegiance. Like, really. Yeah, we don't know where lied. they went. There are a lot no. of theories, but we have no no idea. I mean, technically, uh, I don't know if what I how I fall on this theory altogether, but like, we don't even know if they've technically already like been formed yet, because there's the potential that that force vision was a showing them a something from the future, oh. and that it, it would draw into question why Snoke calls him like you know the leader of the the Knights of Ren or the leader of Ren or whatever he calls him, but. And the it Knights would be of Ren may already be dead. That's another theory True. that he was the leader, and they've since been down by snoke but it is possible but yeah i I love i love this i love this sequence right here Mm -hmm. um and then as you mentioned amanda we cut to the helmet being reformed and i this does not look to be you know uh kylo's hands reforming this this is there's some hair all over the arms the Mm -hmm. hands itself i didn't catch that so maybe if this is an indigenous species on this planet he is raiding them to like mandate that they fix his helmet or something <laughs> that seems like a weird mission uh-huh. i is. feel like <laughs> i feel like someone on in the first order you know is um capable yeah <laughs> capable and well like you know able to like recraft a helmet um but i will say though like but that's definitely alien oh definitely alien it looks or like prisoner or chewbacca's something. like wimpy third cousin once removed <laughs> or something like that perhaps but this new hel- like they're definitely bringing the helmet back like that's why they're showing it to us. Yeah. But I love the like if we're gonna hide Adam Driver's face for a portion of this movie, which is awful to do. I should not. No. Um, they're making like the 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 graft the, the parts where they've grafted it together again with that red. Yeah. Is gonna look really cool. I and think. I don't have the picture in front of me right now. You guys do, but the it has a the back of it's been extended again. And it, it's taking more shape than it had before because huh. that looks very much more like Vader's helmet because Kylo's has always been smooth and this has a that's right much more shield on the back yeah um, hmm. that I have questions about yeah I didn't pick up on the hands the first time that's a new detail or in the seven or eight times that I watched <laughs> it but I didn't grab that detail. yeah it wasn't until probably watch ten I was like oh wait those aren't Kylo's hands <laughs> yeah oh yeah you're right. So yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on here. So Very I have a question primate-ish. about that. Then, if this is not Kylo, because like Josh was just saying, we could have somebody in the first order who would be capable of fixing it. Mm-hmm. What if it's not like Kylo's not the one aiming to get the helmet repaired? Like this has nothing to do with him, but in the way that he has Darth Vader's helmet and weird he has force warspring warspring <laughs> <laughs> worshiping issues, um, somebody else has his helmet now. 
and so he's got like a cult of his own. I don't know if it's culty, but like hmm. that there's somebody who's I don't know. Could that be it's how kind of could, that, dark, could that be how like the Knights of Ren are brought mm-hmm. back? Like if if oh, they like if, if they were gone before, they like get <laughs> Kylo's helmet and now they're like let's rebuild it and you know serve it up to our master and now yeah. he'll he'll accept us. And that would explain this the shot of him like storming some kind of planet and mm-hmm. if that rando person is a knight of ren that would that would match up yeah it's just really hard to get the pieces of that helmet because they were on snoke's yeah. vessel <laughs> yeah so you'd that have to like make sense fly to into the wreckage above um crate and be like mm-hmm. where are those pieces at <laughs> yeah and that happens early in that movie for him yeah mm-hmm. that those pieces are still sitting in a rando elevator oh yeah so the malastroid clearly came by swept them up <laughs> and Kept carried them <laughs> right but that would make sense then why the back could be different and could have a different shape if they've lost some of the pieces or if pieces. this is if this isn't kylo doing this for himself it's fanatics or some supporters that he have they're just like you know we thought yeah. kylo looked a lot better when he had his helmet so let's build <laughs> him a new why, one why people think that i don't know <laughs> i mean he it, it is a very cool look i mean <laughs> i would rather not have to have adam driver's voice muff, muffle the whole movie but mm-hmm. uh you know it's uh, if they bring it back and it is him or if he's paid somebody to do this or whatever the case is if he wears that you know red cracked helmet i I think that's going to look pretty sweet. It is pretty cool. Now, I think this obviously there's obviously been some parallels drawn between, you know, the different uh, messages of seven and eight, where you know seven's very nostalgic and embracing it, and then eight's all about letting the past die, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why, in a way, Kylo you know breaks up the helmet because he's trying to you know Snoke tells him to like, get rid of the Darth Vader similarities and stuff, and now JJ's back and he's maybe mm-hmm. trying to piece it all back together. I mean, I think you can look into that and read in that if you want to, yeah. but I would it's rather just believe that, that this it's is just all, a cool look. <laughs> it was my first thought watching the trailer. It was like, Oh no, they're like, they're like, they're trying to like, um, whitewash what Johnson did already. And they're, all they're doing is putting this helmet back together, but I could like just see the YouTube theory, oh, yeah. dark hole, angry fanboy headlines. Like <laughs> as soon as that was happening, yeah. confirmed JJ Abrams hates episode eight, fixing yeah. it by fixing the helmet. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're out there. Um, but so then we move on. We get a shot of Finn and Poe for the first time in this trailer. Mm-hmm. They are standing, just looking like rock stars in the middle of the desert, <laughs> uh, posing his adventurer <laughs> uh, garb. And then Finn has uh, Ray's staff here. Oh, I didn't catch that. So if this is turning into a lightsaber, it hasn't happened at this point. I would assume, um, mm-hmm. but that does just make You're you wonder, so right. like. Why, why did Ray, you know, pass that along? Because mm-hmm. she's never let this thing out, out of her sight, basically, since we've seen her. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Yeah, she's had it with her. Well, she had to pass it to somebody. I mean, and mm-hmm. certainly they've had a conversation since, mm-hmm. and now they have it. And the three of them were together at the end of the previous film. Um, I think it would make sense. I mean, I'm hoping for some good things for Finn in this movie because I yeah. felt bad for him at the end of Eight. You guys know how much I loved Eight, but <laughs> Finn did not get treated well. Um, and I think he could do with some, I don't know, some camaraderie of the three of them being together. And he needs friends. He needs some friends, and to not be so confused by Rose. Anyway, um, it seems like they're dropping that storyline yeah, based on Rose? the, uh, the well, based on the trailer, but also the panel at Celebration. You know, 
John Bag is talking about how, oh, if, you know, Finn's an eligible bachelor. He's just doing whatever he wants. And cro- huh. got, I'm like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Sounds like the Rose love story has been dropped. <laughs> yeah, they were, I don't know. I mean, I liked Rose's character a ton, but I just felt like they didn't need to be in love for her to be there. Yeah. You know, like we can just have Rose be doing Yeah, you guys can just, you guys can just be friends time. and we can move on and that's kind of when they were talking about it during the panel that's kind of the the message that john boyega was talking about. it's like cool. no like we're, we're buds but like cool. that romantic thing probably is past which cool. i'm okay with yeah they're All definitely gonna have to i mean i don't know if they'll explain that or not but there's definitely gonna be like a bro conversation like between him and isaac <laughs> mm-hmm. or between uh finn and poe about mm-hmm. this like how does it not come up <laughs> yeah. and jj jj just tell stories a little too on the nose sometimes so there's gonna be like one or two throwaway lines where they're yeah. like so what are you gonna do and be like oh i don't know i don't know and then it'll blow up we won't talk about it or hear about it again until like the movie like finishes out right but there's gonna be some dialogue about that yeah, yeah. i know it and we do not see rose in the trailer at all yeah. so that's one of the many things we can kind of get into that at the very end yeah, of, yeah. there's many elements to this that this movie is not touching on so far. Panel did release a still of her, though, correct? True, of her oh. uh, talking to Ray uh, okay. in some sort of resistance base, it looks like. So yeah. okay. she is still involved, obviously. Uh, she got a great ovation at the panel, which I was super happy for. So important. Uh, <laughs> Chan the world. for that. Absolutely. So then we move on. We get BB 8 and the new droid, DO or DO. I'm not sure how to spell this or pronounce it. Uh, I think it's just <laughs> DO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've seen D dash O, D hyphen O, D I O as spelling. I, I'm just like, o. I don't know how to spell it, but it's a, it's an interesting looking droid. That's a mouse. <laughs> he's very cute. It's very cute. <laughs> I mean, he's got like little, in, he's got like little bug antennas. Uh-huh. Uh, a tri- little green nose guy. He just like a, he just has like a megaphone for for a, a face. <laughs> it vaguely reminds me of the Pixar lamp. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. the energy. It yes, off. that's a it good is, call. It's it is, very cute. If BB, if we thought BB-8 was like the Pixar, you know, <laughs> crafted droid, th- yeah, Do absolutely is. A, that's a really good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's, he's very cute. Yeah, he's he's which this very shot seems to just handsome. be there so that we get to see the droid. Oh, like, probably. It's not giving us. Any yeah, this is this is the. Sh- <laughs> I mean, this is the shot they include in the first trailer for the Force Awakens. Is BB-8 just strolling down? Uh-huh. Jakku just like aw. <laughs> So we get this new yeah. cool droid. Um, so let me move on to Lando flying the Falcon. The heart of the trailer, too, by yeah. the way. Yeah? Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, my, there were tears. Oh, boy. When really when I watched you. it the first time and then when my husband watched it with me before we, I left after I'd watched it eight times, um, we both just like teared up a little bit seeing Lando in the cockpit. It's just a good moment. It is. It's very cool. Um, I mean, he's still, he's wearing the exact same yellow shirt that uh, Donald Glover wore in Solo that's Star Wars so Story, uh, oh gosh, which, which is right. pretty hilarious. I don't know if that's just a regular <laughs> style uh-huh. of Lando or if he's just been keeping that shirt. He's buying new ones every 40 years <laughs> or like something. I like to think that he's got a stash aboard the Falcon that Han was never able to find. <laughs> and like, as soon as he gets on board, just like cracks the open. And like, if we like pan down his shirt, like his- Are you saying we're getting a shirtless uh, We don't get a Billy shirtless Billy D. Williams, <laughs> but like we get we definitely get to see like some beer belly like popping out, like because okay. he's trying to like fit into what yeah. he could wear from back in the day. It's incredible. But, but he looks so happy. Like how oh, do you yeah. not have feelings watching this shot? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It, it's he's, he's got precious. the woohoo la- mm-hmm. thing going with him and it just it, i don't know why it hasn't occurred to me before but yeah lando should have the falcon back like i don't know if like forever forever but 
he should definitely get it like on like weekends and every other holiday. <laughs> That's for sure. Him, him and Chewie will just you know uh-huh. devise some sort of plan. Like, <laughs> all right, I'll take it Mondays. You can have it Tuesdays, and mm-hmm. we'll just alternate. And but well, that's gonna get too complicated. You know, jumping across the light speed and everything. So let's just you know split up. We'll trade every month. <laughs> yeah, or like you know, like or like I don't know. Like the whole moment just made me think like. What is Lando's relationship going to be with Chewie and the Falcon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it going to be like Lando comes back to take over, to take care of it until he passes away or something mm-hmm. like that to mm-hmm. shepherd it into the next age? I don't know. Well, I mean, after Solo Star Wars story, are we going to get a reference to L3 in the I movie? I hope so. When L3 he, when he was redeeming back quality aboard? in that movie for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, she got a little annoying at parts. Yeah, but I end. thought that... I know you... I, know I was you, about I know to, like, jump on you because <laughs> I, I was like, I know you didn't like that. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge killed it and i love the whole thing <laughs> if he he'll totally patter and say mm-hmm. something yeah. that'll be the big like continuity wing yeah i mean right. even, nice. even if there's not like a how you, how you doing l3 he'll be like mm-hmm. hey girl or something yeah. like when he gets aboard for the first time again so and yeah mm-hmm. like it just i mean Which, ships are always girls but. yeah and it doesn't feel confusing <laughs> for people who didn't see solo story true right? hey l3 it's like wait i thought this was millennium falcon <laughs> wait <laughs> yeah. wait a minute yeah uh, but yeah, as we progress, then uh, we get into the Mad Max Fury Road portion of the trailer. Uh, Poe, Finn, 3PO on some sort of a, a cruiser. Uh, I don't know what you'd call it. A... I think it's definitely a land speeder, but okay. I, I, it gives me pod racing vibes. Yes. And I'm happy about it. It is certainly skiff-like. Yeah. Because if it's them racing out of that cloud with the white witches on the brooms or whatever that's like trailing I, them. No, I think those I are like I think that. those are stormtroopers with jetpacks. Oh, that'll be. Oh which I was gosh. like, I was like, oh, I was like, yes. When I figured that out, because yeah, at first I was like, maybe are they part of like with Carrie Russell's character we don't see in the trailer or something? And I said, like, oh no, they're stormtroopers with jetpacks, which I don't think we've like seen a lot of in no. the movies. Not, not that I can recall. So like. That was very exciting for me because they were always one of my favorite classes to play with on Battlefront. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I think you're right. It is a stormtrooper. So then we continue to move forward, and that's where we get that A-wing crash scene that I mentioned earlier. That I'm not entirely sure what's going on here, um, but it's interesting, especially if it is a prequel nod in some way. So then we get the shot of the metal from the end of A New Hope. Uh, it looks like this is Leia holding it. So, which raises the question: Whose metal this is? Is this Hans that you know he left behind? What do you guys think? It's a, uh, Does it matter? <laughs> I mean, it could be Hans. It could be Luke's because those those are the only two they gave out. Because Chewie doesn't have one. And I'm Chewie still upset doesn't about it. have one. They only gave one to Han. And they only gave one to Luke. So the this one's going to be passed on to Chewie then. <laughs> I hope so. That's redemption. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's interesting that that's what we're looking at because I didn't click right away what we no. what that was i had to think about it mm-hmm. and go look it up because i wasn't you know i was like "Ooh, what is that that must mean something for the story I was like, oh mm-hmm. that's what it is got it i mean i don't know if it matters so much if it's luke's or hans because they're both gone True. in this story you so know where's the other one that's the big question Leia doesn't have one on that test no. no no but interesting but it, yeah it, it is really cool well, it's just like a really cool callback mm-hmm. yeah and it i'm is. sure it'll get it'll be like Someone will say like hope or something like mm-hmm. that, and then yeah, like that'll be, really be the icon. Um, but if it's anything in relationship to the frame, like right after it, not to push us any mm-hmm. further. Yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. Are I'm they giving? On. She give? She she giving it to someone, or is she just oh. pulling it out as a keepsake? Because the next shot is our first shot of Carrie. Yeah, Ugh. which great moment in the trailer. Uh, one of my favorites for sure. That's and 
you know, since they're only reusing footage or cut footage from, you know, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, is this uh, alternate take of the end of Force Awakens when they hug at the very mm-hmm. end on Dakar? That's what my assumption would be. That's how they're using this footage. But Could they're be. on a jungle planet now, probably their new resistance base. And my question then is, why is Ray crying <laughs> mm-hmm. when they flip around? I have a I have a theory about this. Okay which is not going to be surprising to either one of you. Um, because I'm hoping for a redemption for, for Ben, because Leia deserves better, right? Right. Um, well, the whole I wonder, Right. And I wonder if Ben's kind of redemption comes like like Vader's does. That at it, the very end. It comes at the end, and it's too late for his own life, but, like, makes some kind of difference in our plot. And so here's, you know, Ray and Leia in the same position, potentially even the same shot from when Han died. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really poetic yeah beautiful parallel that um, makes a lot of sense that allows for as much as i want good things for ben solo i understand that like he did some terrible things <laughs> so yeah. like i think it makes sense for him to die in this film and i think this would be kind of a, a, a beautiful relational way for us to have an end to that yeah because the real, only real character that ray has a relationship to i mean like extended that hasn't already been dealt away with um is either ben or finn Mm-hmm. And like Poe getting gunned down, really, like, like the the darkest things you can think of, like <laughs> probably wouldn't break her other than those two people, right? Right. I mean, the only other one would be like Chewie, but like they're not gonna oh, yeah. kill Chewie. No, no, like, no that's, that'd be dumb. <laughs> like, I, like maybe, maybe, hopefully that shot of Lando and that's Chewie the <laughs> is the end for those two, and like mm. they're riding off into the sunset with the Falcon. And would be interesting if we got this shot. It was from the end. The I guess the training montage wouldn't be at the end then because uh-huh. he'd, he'd be dead. But then mm-hmm. right. if we just get all these shots just from the end of the movie and we're like, wow, how does this movie begin? Like, uh-huh. Right. <laughs> it begins with like the final thing and everything right. else is just epilogue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, here's the end of the story. And now <laughs> right, <laughs> something completely different. But yeah, uh, well, I mean, whatever it is, it's be it's going to be a beautiful moment. Like, oh, it's so pretty. It yeah. reminds me of Endor and also mm-hmm. reminds me of, like, I don't know, just like... Um, the shots uh, or the visit to in the force awakens to the planet where Maz is base? at. I don't yes. remember the name Taco of the planet. Donna. Thank you. Yeah. Taco Donna. And just like where she's like, like she's never seen so much green. And so mm-hmm. green's like a really like important color to her. So she's like, just crying. Cause she sees, she's like, oh, more green. That, but it's just like, there's like, a, <laughs> I know, I know. there's a wonderment yeah. to it. Yeah. And I don't know. It says I mean, possibility. She looks heartbroken yeah. in, that, in that shot. Which, yeah, I think, I think if, if that is a sign of somebody just died, like, Ben is, I think, the clear, yeah. the clear favorite. Because yeah. I, uh, I mean, I think it could be Finn, but I would be confused why they would kill Finn. Yeah, if you're gonna, I, it would be a weird choice. Yeah, if you're gonna kill Finn, you should have done the Last Jedi and just had him, yeah, let him try to save himself. the day and then still fail. Right. Because <laughs> it still would have Ooh. been thematically true to the movie, but mm-hmm. then just the it's dark for Star Wars. Movie. Oh, I know, mm-hmm. but like, man, that would have would have been cool. I kind of would have liked that ending better for Finn at the end of Eighth than just uh, Rose saves him and. Then they just go off. I mean, I love the reunion with Ray at the very end, but mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been interesting to see how it plays out, I guess. But it's a good plot for Rose. It is. And maybe we're just looking at that wrong. Maybe. 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 That's true. But then we get into the final moments of the trailer. We see the gang, the the new trio, plus a trio of droids and Chewbacca all mm-hmm. together on some planet. And this is our, yes, on some planet. But important to note, this is the first time Every one of these person has been in the same frame together. Yes. That's correct. Except for the end of episode eight. Mm, yes. Yeah. But this is like the first time, like, even in that shot, like, they're not all interacting together. Yeah. This is like, they're on a mission 
together. They're going to spend a lot of time together, according yeah. to J.J. Abrams. So, and that this was one is, of the things that's somewhere. been so strange about the sequel trilogy is we had this this golden trio again, like we'd had in the previous two trilogies, mm-hmm. but they don't spend any time together, nope. hardly at all. Um, they're all doing separate things on separate adventures. All of these films, and it's such a strange choice that i've really liked and so i'm curious to see how they're how they're going to all interact and what that energy is going to be like yeah mm-hmm. i mean the only one to interact with all of them is finn because he had mm-hmm. a long uh, friendship with poe and then he had a friendship with ray mm-hmm. and then he went off into his own thing with rose and last mm-hmm. jedi so uh yeah i'm very excited to see them all together just because yeah. i love all the characters separately and these actors but then just seeing them all interact together i think is going to be uh, really fun I, that's one of the things jj tees as well during the panel so uh cannot cool. wait and so then we pan around them and we see an ocean with the remains of Death, Death Star 2, we believe. Uh, is that what we think it is? I think so. I was unsure exactly what was happening in this shot, but I mean, that makes more sense. I thought it was just kind of a mountain of some kind. So I don't know. I mean, it's, it's possible. It makes more sense for it to be part of a Death Star. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, a lot of like, because that's my initial thought was. Debt like this is like you can it's very moon shaped yeah it and is. so I'm like uh-huh. okay and the, and we'll get to that here in a minute but like I was unsure I thought it looked like a mountain just like some kind of ominous place because yeah because then this would have to be Yavin or Endor mm-hmm. uh huh but probably Endor because the plant the previous shot you know with them in this kind of grassy plain does not look like Endor no but so I mean. Well, yeah. Anyway. So is and is Endor the moon or is that Yavin Four is the moon to Endor or are they both the same place? They're in a separate system. They're all moons, but they're <laughs> all in separate. They're they're all mo- yes, they're in separate systems, but they're all moons to one and planet. Endor is Not the forest moon. Okay. Of something in the Endor system. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what system. So because I'm I think sure Endor is the planet, and then the forest moon is where all of that stuff happens. It's the forest moon of Endor, correct? Yes, Wait, so correct. And, and Yav- Which I've never quite and, thought about. And Yavin 4 is on the forest moon? No. Yavin no. 4 is What's in a Yavin totally 4? different place. It's in the that's Yavin where the, system. Yeah, it's in the Yavin system. It's, uh, but is it also in Return of the Jedi? No. What movie am I thinking of? Where's Yavin oh. 4 in? Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's it's where the first Jedi... just mixing up my... Oh, Star Wars planets. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. But also that makes secret it easier. Sith organization as well. Uh, if you read the books. I do I do not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we're gonna keep dropping hints anyway. Yeah. No, I mean I've read Lost Stars and that's that's it. I think that's why everyone ran around with Matt Smith as XR Coon. Like crazy theories. Yes, yes, I know who that is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you explained to me one time, but yeah, you know, he possesses <laughs> Jason as a kid. Yes, that's right. That's right. I miss Jason. <laughs> anyway, but, um, but this doesn't look like Endor, so that raises questions. But if if the Force Moon of Endor is the moon of another planet, this could potentially be that planet. You yeah. know, like that would be in the same system. It would make sense for the Death Star pieces to end up mm-hmm. someplace else. Because I can't imagine the Force Moon of Endor having plains and ocean yeah and and enough like i don't know maybe it's large moon but like that's a very large piece of the death star if that is in fact what it is so i mean that makes a crash on there i don't know but if it's a full planet i think that makes a lot more sense but i would Mm -hmm. be willing to like believe that it's not that because um like how does the debris of the death star like land intact yeah that's a good question. Because yeah. if it just blow, like it, the, the, it seems to me that there's like nothing left of it <laughs> when it like goes up in smoke. It yeah. seems to be ash, basically. Right. 
So then how does that I, get Like from... I said, I saw it and thought mountain, and it made me think, because of what we're going to hear next, mm-hmm. um, we're looking at them finding Sith holocrons, which would make sense Ooh. being in some kind of like dark force energy space and that like scary dark mountain makes sense for yeah. that, you know? something like Biss or yeah. where the emperor keeps his palace in the um heir to the jedi trilogy mm-hmm. like i the, can't remember the name of that planet i can't remember the name of the planet <laughs> either but wherever that was yes and yeah. what they have stored there yeah because that was my very first thought seeing this was holocrons that's mm-hmm. where we're going and i think that'd be fascinating that and that be. explains the laughter yes me. So yeah, so the ne- the very last thing we we don't see it, we hear it is the the evil laughter of Ian McDermott returning as Chief Palpatine, aka the Emperor, and uh, pretty su- pretty surprised, gotta say, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially in the way that it's um, presented to us because we get Luke Skywalker saying repeating his line from the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone is gone, or is that the right, is uh, that the right line? Yes, I, I, yeah, it's, it's something along those lines. I, I didn't write ones, down that. Uh, quote. Yeah, nobody's ever, ever totally gone, or something. No one's yeah, ever totally it's along lost that line. Yeah, completely gone. And here I am working my emotion up for like Han Solo's like <laughs> Force Ghost to like wink at me across <laughs> the screen. And but no, Josh, you're vindicated. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. It's Palpatine's maniacal laugh. Mm-hmm. So I, and I think that is why. I am more on the line of that this is Death Star 2, is yeah. that his spirit or something is somehow intact or stayed mm-hmm. a part of this, the remnants of the Death Star and that somehow along the way, that is now a wanted commodity or yeah. they need that for some reason or they have to go there and stop him from being totally reborn or yeah. something along those lines. Um, but it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's so wild that yeah. this is happening but also they managed to keep this a secret until the trailer <laughs> like there were theories and stuff but like there was no concrete evidence of mcdermott on set which apparently he was for scenes as well so um this just oh this is one of those things where it was like okay like the trailer's going along okay i understand this all this all makes pretty much sense i'm not there's not a ton of details and then they drop this bomb and i'm like i have a thousand questions uh-huh. <laughs> yeah uh, oh i didn't like peter from slash film yes like did you see his retweet uh-huh where he had figured it out but he basically had said yeah, he, he called it back in like february or something. he wrote Crazy. a tweet he, yeah he wrote a tweet where i don't know if you saw this uh-uh, okay yeah really nerding here but he just wrote <laughs> a tweet <laughs> where it said the capital letter of every word spells out palpatine lives and it's just yeah, like palpatine is alive i think is what it said uh, yeah i was just like crazy. oh my gosh yeah um so i mean this opens up just a can of worms of what is what does this mean what's happening if we pretend that the books point us in some direction are we talking legend books or canon legend books, books. okay it's clone of palpatine yeah that would make sense because he clones himself mm-hmm. converts luke over to the dark side but luke was actually secretly only going over the dark side but then comes back to the light to kill the dark clone of the emperor it's wild it's a wild timeline mm-hmm. it seems unlikely Wait, to me could you run through that again for me real quick <laughs> yes there's a clone of the emperor yes. that rises from the ashes somehow some way i don't remember completely but the emperor has cloning technology mm-hmm. for his own private army that gets used by thrawn in the first three books ever okay. written neither here nor there <laughs> And he converts Luke to the dark side, but Luke's only faking going to the dark side so he can get close to the Emperor and then kill him. Okay. So using that as a basis is that Kylo's arc. Mm. He's been sleeper evil the whole time. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess part of me loves that, but most of me is like, nah, it seems like a cop out. 
he participated in genocide, cut down his own dad, yeah. and I mean, I don't know. then well, I mean, killed Snoke and then wanted to destroy the entire resistance, did, including did, his mom. Did Luke, no survivors. Uh, well, but he did not shoot. <laughs> but he did kill Han. He did. But maybe Han was <laughs> in on it. I mean, I don't know. Like Han mentions, like I'll, like I'm here to do whatever you need me to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just like thinking of if they're they decanonize all this stuff, but they've still been drawing from legends for several storylines. Um, and if they if if JJ did that, if that was in some way part of what George Lucas originally envisioned for this trilogy, I I would not be shocked. If that happened, it would be again very confusing. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Well, I don't know if that totally lines up with everything," but I would not put it past them. It feels too cheesy for the way they've been going. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh no, it's a clone. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like a cop out to me. I think Palpatine is some kind of Force ghost business. Okay. Makes a lot more sense, and especially we talked earlier in the discussion about force ghosts and if that's a theme we're going to see if mark hamill really is back and Mm -hmm. which has been confirmed if he's got to be a force ghost right so if we're already we've bridged that language we know that's happening palpatine being a ghost makes more sense Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i i can see that and if we're that's the other thing if we're not going force ghost do something to add yeah i was going to ask you you're a are both of you Star Wars Rebels watchers? Yes. No, I miss most of it. Okay. So then, but I've Palpatine shows up in there quite a few times, does he not? Yes. Yeah, some kind of yeah, spirit. Palpatine's there. I'm trying to remember how it happens because it happens in like season four. Mm-hmm. And he's like there. He's not there, but he's like projecting himself there. Or mm-hmm. there's like a, some sort of message that he leaves at some base or something. But the the one thing that has been brought up in, again, in Star Wars canon is in the Battlefront 2 storyline. When it right right at the beginning of that game, there is a droid-ish body that has the memories of the Emperor in it, and like that's what mm-hmm. he is commanding the Sith or the Empire very shortly after he died. I don't know if that could be translated to the movie, and there's another one of these hmm. bodies somewhere out there, and that's how they don't go the clone route. But he's still around, but he's not totally there. And they do stay know. pretty close with like Rebel stuff is very canon, yes. like. They even, I don't know if it's Rebels or Clone Wars that they're referencing in Solo at the end, but I remembered it. Um, but and Clone Wars, yep. Clone Wars, okay. Because I've seen pieces of both of those shows, but I haven't completed either one. Um, but the whole Darth Maul yeah. Yeah. bit. So we know they're willing and glad to like fold those things in. I think that would make sense. Yeah. It, I mean, it, I don't know. It'd be super surprising if then star wars battlefront 2 ended up playing like a major piece in star wars can of laying the foundation <laughs> yeah. for palpatine return in the final skywalker movie but who knows I really wouldn't bet on that but it i don't know like it's a fun theory it is um but i'm just like this kind of this whole thing kind of i don't know this part at the end though did rub me the wrong way because i'm kind of over palpatine after six movies and i'm just like I mean, why he's can't only we in it for really like four though uh, I mean, the Dark Lord Sidious yeah. over like kind of mm-hmm. looms over all of it, and like to make him, I guess, kind of like the core villain of the whole saga. I don't know. It feels like good continuity to me. It does. It, I kind of like it. Like it's consistent, but I don't know. I just kind of like where we were heading with like, I don't know, facing your own demons or something like that. That's what true. Ben Solo represents, but um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's where I landed when I heard it because yeah. it's like. Oh, like it was cool to hear it again. But I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Like it's Star <laughs> Wars. So I'm valid, sure I'll come though. around to it. Yeah. Right, I come around to most things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there has been, you know, some other theories around 
his now uh, you know confirmed return here in Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, one of them uh, that had gone popular in the past was that in you know Star Wars Seven with Vader's helmet being kind of the driving force behind you know Kylo kind of getting inspiration to stay on the dark side. And that, and like, so some people have believed, oh, well, that helmet was actually in the evil presence of Anakin Skywalker that was still existed in that helmet, rubbed off on Kylo and further turned him evil. Now there are people thinking, well, what if, you know, he had to find that helmet somewhere? What if he found it in this Death Star or avert another, you know, piece of the Death Star in the past and Emperor Sheev Palpatine already infected his mind way back then? So then there's a connection that's that's deeper, that's longer, and that could potentially even make the Emperor the true big bad of this trilogy other than Snoke. Because it wasn't Snoke who turned him, it was actually the Emperor. Which yeah. I don't know if that totally lines up and I would have to all be... Uh, it all come down to the execution that yeah. J.J. does here. But uh, I, I do kind of like that theory that it's not, you know, the evilness of Darth Vader that helped turn Kylo Ren. That it was actually, like, again the mastermind behind kind of the whole thing, the downfall of the Skywalkers to begin with that Sheev Palpatine had something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I do know like definitely Kylo has definitely been to Endor though, unless Luke like literally bandaged up his dad's ashes mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. remained. Cause Vader is burned mask and all on Endor. Does that mean that was the only mask? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, oh yeah. This dude has like loads of spares. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, he's like, so there could have been out. one on the death star that, yeah. that if we're I making think that about theory. That. Because, yeah, I think I've always thought he went to Endor and, you know, had his little mm-hmm. creepy pilgrimage and went and got the, the skull. Um, well, I mean, he could have he could do that, but then along the way still see, oh, well, what what's that on the other side of this, yeah. you know, this crevice? Oh, there's an ocean and then there's yeah. Death Star and then uh-huh. he wanders in and maybe that's how that connection's, you know, initially made. Mm-hmm. Um, it is wor- worth pointing out that I have seen floated around already on Twitter that people have been looking at the art book for The Force Awakens and there were early ideas of them finding the old death star getting to the mm-hmm. death star which is sunk in an ocean just like this J- yeah. just like yeah. yeah what we have there so i don't know if that clues us in a little bit or not if we take that for what it's worth i think it would be really interesting um i saw on twitter like right before i came here and retweeted it because i thought it was beautiful um some s- matched up stills with the quote um from kylo i will finish what you started and just different pictures of like Vader and Vader tossing <laughs> Palpatine off that little <laughs> ledge. Um, and I think it would be an interesting parallel for maybe Palpatine to have been the, yeah, that's the picture um, for Palpatine to have been kind that, of this that's floating the end game? big bad. Yeah. In the background <laughs> of what's been going on, the way he was kind of the big bad in the background of the prequels to have been in the background of what's going on. And now this is Kylo, not, purposefully knowing the whole time this is what he was going to do but being the one to finally take down palpatine that is that is interesting because that is that has always kind of been a lingering question from the force awakens is what does kylo mean when he says like i'm gonna finish what you started is it just taking over the galaxy bringing balance to the force it can mean both like amanda was kind of saying there he started it as one thing to be evil Mm -hmm. and then somewhere along the way it's like it it becomes i'll just end up sacrificing myself to destroy the last remaining spirit of Palpatine. Yeah. Uh-huh. The it, last of the Sith. Yeah. That's possible. And now before we move on to the title and get into that, um, there is one other theory out there that is wild um, and very interesting, but is 
very reliant upon the fact that Palpatine would have to be involved in the movie now that he is, there is a theory out there that Rey was created by Palpatine, either from, like, you know, that he potentially... Because there's always been those theories that he was the one who made Anakin possible, that he was... That he planted those seeds as well. But then in this one, I guess I'm a bad choice of words, potentially. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... In, what happens? It's the yeah. words. It's the words. <laughs> at the at the <laughs> at the beginning of seven, originally there was a plan to have Luke's severed hand floating in space mm. to open the movie, and so now because of the clone the cloning process <laughs> that Palpatine's done in Legends and everything, people are wondering could Palpatine or his people have found the hand and used that to make a clone of uh, Ray through Luke. And that so somehow that, that was part of his plan. I don't know what it would be, but that would pretend, that would make her a Skywalker in a sense. And as we know, the title is that it is called The Rise of Skywalker. So it's it, it's interesting. I would at least throw it out there. You guys don't interesting. Seem yeah, I, I I'm don't processing like it. it. But like, I mean, yeah, I'll have to think about it. But it's I mean, yeah, it could be a thing. But. Like the hand floating in space is just so like I'm mean, at a certain point the DNA is unusable. I suppose I don't know. Frozen in space. Uh huh. I mean, like if they come around and be like, "Oh, Ray was like similar similar to Anakin in some kind of way," mm-hmm. then like that would be a thing. That'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, I guess. But we've really pushed all of that to like behind us and agreed that it was kind of weird to go that like virgin birth route. Yeah. For, yeah. for Luke Stretch. and. Anakin and everybody, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, cloning again. A cloning feels like a cop out. Yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather that not be the case. But yeah, uh, it, it is. I think that the possibility of Ray potentially being linked to Luke in any way mm-hmm. is. I think there's a lot more potential for it because JJ's coming back because the Force Awakens has a lot of hints that you know Ray is somebody that she's not just somebody that her parents were you know, drunks and traitors and right. left her on Jakku for, for scraps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, Maz has that very clear line though. Whoever you're waiting for isn't coming back. And that, that, and that cuts right to like the heart of it. And that yeah. jives with everything JJ or with everything right. that Ryan mm-hmm. set up. But JJ has also, there's not a full quote out there, but I guess he was quoted saying as this movie episode nine does deal with Ray's parentage more because there's more to the story than let it go he said he said it's not going to contradict what happens in eight but that there's more to tell so i don't know what that means she's still not satisfied i mean her arc isn't finished yet i mean that's true that's possible she never comes to terms with that i just don't want them to retcon and make her somebody because i liked that theme that thematic language we talked about that last time i was Mm -hmm. here like anybody can be a hero and that she is she's literally no one from nowhere and all of eight and to turn our backs on that and make her parents someone significant. I mean, sure. Like, I'll probably yeah. come around and be a fan of it. But, like, right now. I mean, it all comes out of the execution. If it's just, yeah, like, if it's just some force vision that she gets and it's like, oh, by the way, Obi-Wan Kenobi is your, your grandpa. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Uh-huh. Which is my only acceptable answer. I mean, I mean yeah. Like, I, I would have liked that three years ago in right. the build up to eight. But after the explanation we got in eight and how that was all played out, I'm like, I'm totally cool with her being a nobody and I prefer it now to be the case. So, but then we get the title of the rise of Skywalker and it just left me with that question again of, well, who is the Skywalker that is rising? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it the rise that already happened of Luke or of Anakin? Um, or is this the rise of Ben Solo slash Skywalker who is 
rising into prominence, but also potentially to the to the light side as well. So yeah. I, I just I just don't know. Do you guys have any initial reads on what the title could mean thematically or personally for for a character or anything? I mean, we know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not just saying this because this is what my heart wants, but I think thematically and character wise, it makes the most sense for them to be talking about Ben Solo, mm-hmm. um, because Leia. It feels uncertain exactly what her role in this movie is going to be because they're using old footage. It just, there's some question marks to me. That seems like a weird person for them to be referencing. Yeah. Luke is dead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, force ghost, but like that's, unless he's fully coming back and just wreaking havoc on everyone, that seems unlikely. It is unlikely, but then also at the same time you end the trailer with a tease that Palpatine's back alive potentially. Yeah. And then Luke's line of no one's ever really gone. It just throws us. It just, I, it's just like, yeah, right. I, guess, I don't, I don't, right, I, don't yeah. I don't, I hope they don't, I hope JJ doesn't do it. But like, I, again, I would not put it past like them bringing back Luke Skywalker fully like top of his game. And then we get that, you know, that Luke Skywalker that everybody's wanting for years that fully powered Luke that's pulling down, you know, Star Destroyers and everything. And that's how this movie ends it pushes us into like jesus territory oh, yeah. and i just don't that's like i don't know if that's that's not uncomfortable or anything like that but it's just kind of like i don't need luke to re-rise from the dead after right. three years and be the savior or whatever yeah. george lucas made enough references when anakin was born out of nothingness uh-huh. and right. everybody agreed that was uncomfortable and like why so let's not do it again okay precisely um but i I guess I kind of like, first of all, um, I do like the, the um, parallels of the three R's, revenge, return, and rise um, mm-hmm. for the concluding movie and for trilogies. But I kind of think it's just kind of like what we get, we see hinted at at the end of um, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought of it as like, oh, the, the final legend of Luke and oh. the rise okay. of, of the Skywalker. Okay. The Rise of Skywalker. So it's more thematic and less character. It's more th- it's it's character but it's also thematic. Okay. Okay. In both I can ways. See that. I can come around like to that. Like the line that all of those people kind of just like ascend mm-hmm. to some kind of like deity across the galaxy. I don't really know what it would be. <laughs> I guess I'm like falling into the trap of I don't want it to be like Jesus ass. We're, we're going we're going to interstellar territory. It's like fourth dimension <laughs> beings and everything. Kind of, <laughs> of like sort of like Awkward. the name is sort of I don't know. It just it ascends to a place where um, it's revered by all. I don't know. But to, I mean, to your point, we talked earlier about way at the beginning of the trailer. What if this is like a training exercise and mm-hmm. like Ben and Ray have joined forces of somehow we're training the new um, generation of force users or whatever. I mean, what if that's the idea that it's not so much about the Skywalker line itself anymore, but it's it's become sort of a symbol for force users. I, that Yeah, that's the idea I like the most. Like okay. if it is, if it's not like this is the redemption arc of Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. We're just going to say it right here in the title. Um, I like the idea that, you know, because Luke was like, you know, it's time for the Jedi to end, all this stuff, you know, the history of the Jedi are, you know, terrible basically. Um, and so now for Ray to get this knowledge, to learn all the knowledge from all the texts or from other force ghosts or whatever, and to then learn, all right, well, I'm not going to restart the Jedi order, but I'm going to, I'm going to start the Skywalker order or something and i I like that idea of if this is going to be the final sum of the skywalker saga and when no more skywalker you know lineage people after this then the name skywalker can live on because it is a it's it's a great ip for disney Mm -hmm. to sell off of uh they can continue to use that term for years and years and years to come um but also then it gives ray that option to adopt 
the Skywalker name. You know, if she if there is nothing else to her family, she can become Ray Skywalker as you know, this is, you know, I'm the leader of this new generation, the and title. you're all going to be called Skywalker or something. Yeah, and I, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, thank you for a good point. But, uh, you know, dealing with the rise of Skywalker or you know the return of Sheev Palpatine, um, you know, are we getting to other characters returning from the dead as well? I know we talked about Force Ghosts as well, but like, could we see? Anakin Skywalker return and that's the rise and because this is the Skywalker saga deals heavily with Anakin's storyline obviously could he return in some form in some way could or just rather be Darth Vader return in some form um I think that is again very much a possibility now which I probably would be like nah like that's Mm -hmm. crazy talk like several hours ago I was said that but now I'm like you know it's possible I could see I could see it working my only thing against that is that at the beginning one of the lines that you didn't say that luke says to ray or that is being voiced by mark hamill um is that it's your fight now yes and that's definitely a a Mm hands-off this is all on you kid attitude which makes me think it comes comes early in the or at least midway through the movie and so whatever that conclusion is is going to be all ray Mm -hmm. like there could be surprises of like oh, look, Anakin's going to say you should speak to Ben Solo's heart. And then like we'll smile and be like, thanks, Anakin. And then we'll all um, like, praise Hayden Christensen when he comes back out for celebration and everything like that again. Um, but th- that's kind of like the furthest extent, I think. I, don't, I, can't, I can't imagine anyone else like really coming back to life. I think the Palpatine thing seems like a stretch enough. Mm-hmm. And if they play with it on anybody else. Yeah, they just bring everybody back. <laughs> right, you're playing with fire. I think we're going to get some nods at other like prequel type characters as the as our new trio kind of I mean if we're walking back into an old Death Star, you know, mm-hmm. and Lando's back and oh, that's right. you know, things like that that we're getting kind of nods at kind of history for yeah. them. Like this is the history of their world. They mm-hmm. um a lot of it's been lost. So yeah. maybe we're getting some points at those things um less than actual characters returning. Mm-hmm. Um I think the exclusion to that for me would be i think anakin coming back would make a lot of sense yeah i can see that and that is always one of the funny things i find in star wars is people are like how quickly people forget things in this universe it's like luke i thought he was a myth it's like what this dude's like a major person like 30 years ago <laughs> mm-hmm. in your world and like it's like whatever jedi nope never heard of him I'm like wait what? okay nobody ever caught sure. him on video <laughs> i guess so like that, yeah you don't go viral in star I mean, wars the galaxy far far away is giant that's true so but like you know if the you know the legend of the Millennium Falcon and how many parsecs <laughs> can do the Kessel Run is, tra- you know, travels across the galaxy, I feel like Force users, Jedi, Sith would <laughs> would also spread. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. But like the interesting thing to or speaking about the perspective that Star Wars is from, it's very blue collar. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and you think about like, oh, high society generals and things like that. Like, so like the legend of Han Solo would easily get around. It's right, like Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yeah, in a lot yeah. of ways. Where half the country just loves them and like is enthralled by them. You're like, oh, that's right. They are like killing and stealing from people and all those sorts of things. So it's like details. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) so we've been at this for an hour. I know we have to wrap up here soon. Um, Is there anything else that we missed? Any topics you guys want to touch on here? Or did we did we cover it all? I think we went through all the points I wanted to get through. But is there anything that I missed? Anything else? Talking points? According to StarWarsFandom.com, Tally is still dead. Oh, well, there we go. That is confirmed. That answers that. <laughs> yeah. So I guess she's not has not been resurrected as of yet. Well, it, it's possible. I mean, if Palpatine's back, maybe maybe Tally <laughs> can too. 
You never know. Uh, even though that wasn't a JJ character, so I, I, would, <laughs> I don't know if JJ would go through all these troubles to bring back a Ryan character. I mean, it's character. not that I don't like Wesley. It's just that, okay. It's Any, like, anything like else, Santa Amanda? Um, my other notes were like minor things. I liked that landscape for that first shot looks like Tatooine to me, which I think would be cool for mm-hmm. closing the loop on Skywalker blood. I, we got to go back to Tatooine in this yeah. movie. Um, that makes sense. And then as we're talking about like the new, not Jedi, but Jedi order, I liked Ray's uh, uniform in this movie because I think it made some cool nods back to old Jedi uniforms. But it also reminds me of Luke too. Exactly. On yeah. Ha-ha, Tatooine. Yeah. So I, I was trying really hard at the first time through figuring out what it was she was wearing. Like, well, did she's we got go a hood back? now, right? It's got a hood. Yeah, it's cool. And there's like some leather in it that's very reminiscent of kind of Anakin's style in episode two. I like that uh, she so has she has an armband where uh, she was cut from Last Jedi. That's like, oh, yeah. nice. Which does give us a little information about how long it's been since Last Jedi. That, that's true. I mean, unless she's just trying to cover up a scar. Possibly. Or but it's like, just a fashion statement. You know, that's true. We're serving up I mean, looks on yeah, Tatooine. It's, it's totally cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm certainly going to curate both Poe and Oscar Isaac's uh, outfits. <laughs> that's what you're going to cosplay sure. as? Well, no, just wear them around. Wear them. I mean, it's a good look. Every day. It is a good look. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, man. Lucasfilm, you already got him. Just make Oscar Isaac the new Indiana Jones, please. Just he's uh, yes. he's just rocking that look right now. And he is. oh man, a whole trilogy for Oscar Isaac. I'm down. Um, Putting him and Harrison Ford together, exactly. on the same screen, pa- passing the torch, it, exactly. it'd be it'd be fantastic. Um, it will go better than Shia LaBeouf did. That that is I mean, for I sure. Shia even LaBeouf, though I, even though Josh loves that movie, so I it's it's fun. It's fun and it's I in have the a good time watching it. And it's in the spirit of all the other Indiana Jones films. And if you don't believe that. Then you haven't watched the other Indiana Jones films. It does have a similar energy. They're ridiculous. They are. They're craziness. But uh, so yeah, okay. we we've gone through everything. <laughs> this isn't a you know, well. We can d- dissect the Indiana Jones five trailer whenever that thing drops in like two years probably. Um, but this is all we got in this first trailer for Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. We did not see any new characters at all mm-hmm. Dio. Adjo- well, Dio. Dio yes any any human or the alien characters <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm just clarifying my statement so Droids are people too <laughs> Naomi Aki we don't see her even though she was shown at the panel as uh, Jana, I believe was her name um, Matt Smith is not shown Carrie Russell's not shown Dominic Monaghan's not shown so there's a lot of uh, characters still to show in future trailers as well as the Knights of Ren who mm. are heavily believed but have not yet been confirmed to be part of the movie um we do not see them. We don't see any shots of Luke, which I thought was pretty surprising. I thought we'd at least get one that was a nice move. Uh, shot of him. And no, again, no Rose, no Hux, no R2 as well, which I was kind yeah, of surprised by. Yeah, where's R2? Because they show the three droids. We have Dio and C-3PO and BB-8, but She's we don't just have... off on the sides, I guess. R2 has been dissed this entire trilogy. Yeah, there's not been enough R2. That's a nah. soapbox I could be on for a while. <laughs> like, but... we deserved at least 20 minutes of him and Luke yeah. in episode eight. Okay. We got, like, 10 seconds. And, that, and it's one of the best scenes in the movie. It is. But it's... why don't we have him? Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, well, just think, we almost didn't get any of that in eight because originally it was going to be BB-8, on Octo instead of R2 mm. and then Ryan asked for that to be changed so we at least got that one interaction mm. <laughs> well, who knows what R2 would be up to mm. but I mean hopefully you know that spunky droid's out there doing something useful <laughs> in 9 he's gotta be here I hope so I mean he'll be, he'll be in the movie he's at the panel at least so well, we just gotta figure out what he's actually going to be up to that is the mystery right now but uh, any closing thoughts uh, excitement is obviously high yeah <laughs> we did just talk for an hour yeah obviously i had planned to skip 
all marketing. Yeah, can you can you go <laughs> yeah, through that thought process that. real quick on the pod? Yeah, get it sure. on record. Um, <laughs> I had told Cooper, I had planned for it. I think I all but said it on the pod, or maybe I, I said I it think, on I the think pod you have. at least a few times. But I was gonna go and blind. I had muted literally every Star Wars related word. Um, I texted and shown it to Cooper, asked for suggestions of what I needed to have muted, and I was like, okay, I'm ready, and like I like stop seeing star Wars tweets. So it kind of left my mind up until this buildup. And then all of a sudden, um, a friend of ours, West text means like trailer, like I dropped, here we go. Like what here, like what's up. And I, I literally text him, um, an entire, like, you know, screed of why I'm not going to participate in the marketing. I want to go in pure. And he's like, I respect your decisions. I'm like, I wish I could, but I'm going into December pure, but give me your reaction. Hyped, not hyped. And then he said, hyped is an understatement. <laughs> and then I went to go watch it. And then I texted him back, JK, I love the hell out of it. And so, and then like, just like um, an entire conversation about the flip. Right. Because so. yeah, if, if you were going to stay on this train, I was going to be like, you need to, when we record next, because you weren't originally going to be here for this, mm-hmm. like you need to give me your phone and I will add a ton of mute words. Because like, I was like, got to add Palpatine, <laughs> yeah. the Emperor, like all these things that you probably would not have thought, oh, I need to make sure this is muted in my timeline. Like, but like, when I, like I love that I've seen this trailer, but can I can't imagine how my head would explode oh. had I not been prepared for that. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. It'd be, it'd Come be insane. Summer. So are you now just full in? You're going to watch the next trailer I'll, as well? Yeah, I'll watch the next trailer. Right. I'll look up the script that when it leaks and all sorts of things like that. You're just going to dive into the, the dive into the leaks and everything. Just get I all probably won't go that far. <laughs> but I did look up the leaked poster when it dropped. So, you know, we didn't get a poster. We got Yeah, we just got mm-hmm. the title poster. Just the regular bland. Interesting. The stars Star Wars. Yeah, but the title, which, yeah, is interesting because. Crazy call that. The logo ended up being blue for this one. Yeah, which I like. Mm, I like. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I, like I do. I like it's just like weird that like people are like, "It'll be blue," and it was blue. <laughs> yeah, the internet got something right for once. You know, right. enough people yelling. Eventually, yeah. we're gonna get something. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, this one is gonna be white. I know it. <laughs> if, you, if you say it enough, it's bound to happen. Probably at some point. The universe. <laughs> but that is all we have for our Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker trailer and title breakdown. Let us know your guys' thoughts on the trailer, on the title, on everything else that we covered, all the topics, the theories, the speculation. You can do so by transcribing from the film. You can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper. And you can get at me, Josh, and just Joshua Ryan. And follow me, Maynard, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and again, be sure to uh, tune in, subscribe, do all that good stuff, and we'll be right back uh, next week with uh, some more episodes. <laughs>